Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to My Gospel Soul with Janice Jackson. Remember, stay true to your gospel soul. What does your soul bring in the news to your ears? This is the place for Talk Radio. Call in and join me. What's going on, Gospel Soul family? I want to let you know I'm sorry about the broadcast last night. I wish it would have been more clear. So what I have done, in case you are looking for it, I deleted it from my archives. So I'm sorry about that. Next time we do coverage, I will make sure that we are indeed covering an event that's a concert like I said it was. So I want you all to know that I don't like to you think that that is not what we are doing. So, today we are discussing you are not the father. And I know a lot of you are saying, what is she talking about? I'm talking about those people that feel like they are judge and jury and that the book stops with them. I'm here to let you know that God is in control and the reason for everything. And when he says a thing, then that's the end of it. So, you are not the father. <laughs> I know some of y'all thought there was going to be a baby daddy show or a baby mama show. Sorry. It is not that type of party. Now, if you want to talk about uh, worshiping idol gods, <laughs> And you need to give them a DNA test to stay all up to the blood of Jesus. I say it again. You are not the Father. And you're listening to my gospel show with Janice Jackson. And before we get started, we want to let you know about our local forecast. Right here in Houston, Texas, I always tell you, it is hot, hot, hot. The sun has not let us down again today right here in Houston, Texas. Heat advisory in effect until 8 p.m. Central Time. All right, now, for your weather tonight, it's going to be probably cloudy, loading up to 75 winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Saturday, it's going to be probably cloudy with a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms, highs in the Mid-90s, southeast winds, 10 to 15 miles per hour. Saturday night, probably cloudy, a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms early in the evening. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms midnight. High uh, lows in the upper 70s, south winds, 10 to 15 miles per hour. Sunday, probably cloudy with a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid-90s, south winds. 10 to 15 miles per hour. Sunday night, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of showers 
and thunderstorms, low in the upper 70s, south winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tune in uh, on Monday, man. We love to give the forecast here, and it is Weatherberg. So uh, if you want to, if you want to get Weatherberg right here in Houston, Texas, hey, handle your business. Handle your business. This is, this is a 60-minute uh, show today, and we have uh, my friend on the line from Arkansas. He has completed a whole week. Praise God, right here on my gospel show. So let's see what he's talking about. What's up, C D? What's up, JJ? How you doing? I'm doing fine. Just uh just uh just uh, you know, doing my show, you know. Just finished with my weather report. You wanna tell us how it looks in Arkansas? Yeah, I can do that, you know. It's no longer going outside checking the weather, put my finger in my mouth and stick it in the air, checking where the wind blows. I can actually tell you what's going on today with the weather bug report. And tonight we'll have partly cloudy skies, lows in the lower 70s. South east winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour in the evening, but coming south after midnight. Saturday morning, mostly sunny, highs in the mid 90s. South winds at mm-hmm. 5 to 10 miles per hour. Heat index, watch out y'all, 100 to 102 in the afternoon. It's going to be like you. Hot, 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 <laughs> Saturday night, partly cloudy, lows in the lower 70s. Southeast winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour in the evening, but coming south after midnight. Sunday morning, when you go get your praise on, mostly sunny, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms during the day. So, you know, you might want to take an umbrella for y'all go in y'all church, wherever y'all go. Highs in the lower 90s, south winds, 5 to 5 miles per hour in the morning. Increasing 10 miles per hour in the afternoon. Chance of rain, 20%. And at night, after you got your worship bone and your stomach all full with food, probably cloudy in the evening, becoming mostly cloudy at night. Slightly chance of showers and thunderstorms, lows in the lower 70s. Chance of rain, 20%. And this has been your uh, evening forecast. Brought to you by Weatherbug. Back to you. All right, all right. Now we have to keep, keep y'all informed, not just of Houston, Texas, but when you got an opportunity to know what's going on all around the world, we want to keep you informed as much as we can. So today's topic, CD, is you are not the father. How do you feel about that topic? <laughs> Mark Pope takes me. I was just saying. Instead of considering his topics, <laughs> as funny as this may sound, that is true. I mean, there are a lot of folks who claim to be the father. They are not claim they're not the father, and they are. You know, you know I was watching Moria the other day, and I just had to bust out laughing because at the end of the show, he had a thing called, "If you know someone who has four or more babies, there are not." And the claim not to be the the, child, the children's father. Give us a call at one hundred more whatever that stuff is. I just bust out laughing. My stepfather. Well, you know, okay. Go ahead. My stepfather has four kids. Mm-hmm. Me, a brother, uh, another brother, and our youngest youngest sister. And he claimed that he wants to be there for us, but we can't we can't tell. So it just made me. Tickle pink to say, okay, he is not my real father. He's not. Okay, well, you know what? It's all good. I'm going to give Moria a call and say, hey, I got some of this in mind. You need to come do it. it. Well, going to do it. Well, we're not talking about Moria today. We're talking about the We're talking about the people of God who think that they can put themselves in a position to say what what is God and what is not God. You know, so that's the part we're talking about. How you are not, how you are not God. <laughs> right on, right on. Oh, there's a lot of people today that really think that if God didn't run it by them, then it's not to be. And you know, the self-life is complex. That means that you think that that uh, the sun rises and sets when you get up, you know. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be talking about. Have you ever experienced CD, a question for you. Have you ever experienced people that thought that they were 
they have the last word, and if God didn't tell them, then it ain't really real, and all this kind of stuff, you know. Have you ever experienced that? I know you have. I just want you to tell us about it. Yeah. I've experienced that plus some. Like yesterday, I told you about old, old what's her face. I mean, mm-hmm. some people just don't think that God does not have the last word, and he does. Mm-hmm. So... They think they are. Well, we're going to get. They think they're well, we're going to get. What's up? You're breaking. You're breaking our love CD. We're going to get into our topic. Now. How's, how's this? I don't know. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. All right. We're going to get into our topic today. And the reason that God brought this to, to my attention is because I remember when I first joined the ministry. And, uh not not join church, not join the body of Christ, but I'm talking about join the uh, workers to get out into the vineyard. That's what I'm talking about. I remember people saying stuff like, God didn't call you to do this, or you ain't, God didn't call you to do nothing, and uh, God ain't told me that, I don't see that, you know, and all these different things, especially when uh, God called me to pastor. Now, a lot of people uh, need to understand what pastoring is, and they need to understand what preaching is. You know, and preaching is making plain the word of God. They didn't say he didn't call me to pastor. They said he didn't call me to preach. Uh, so uh, I think a lot of people's uh, philosophy on life needs to be checked. Uh, philosophy on uh, serving God needs to be checked because you are when you make up your own rules as you go and then try to take the word and apply it to the rules you make for your life, then you are in rebellion. You are in a very bad position. You are in a very bad position. So uh, that's what we are doing today. We want you to check your spirit. Uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. You're on a path that is not going to end up too good, self-righteousness. We talk about it a lot here on the show because in our show, it's your first to God or is it to yourself. We talk a lot about that because sometimes people get carried away and they think that they... I heard a, a evangelist say they think they want God into the building. God don't get there till they get there, you know. And they have that complex about themselves. And it's a very dangerous place to be because if God gives you up to a reprobate mind, you're in a very bad place. That means that you think that what you're doing is right, and God don't stop you. He don't stop you. He don't send rebuke. He don't send reproof. He lets you stay in that state. And I pray for those people that are there because uh, it's no telling when God will begin to talk to you again, when God will begin to to, uh, show you your ways. It's kind of like if somebody comes out the house, like a woman comes out the house and her skirt is stuck in the back of her underwear. Nobody ever tells her. But she thinks that she has it going on and she's walking and, and with this embarrassing thing going on and nobody stops to tell her what's going on. And I like to refer to this a lot because people, they are your friends. They won't tell you. They won't tell you you're in rebellion. They won't tell you that's not God. They won't tell you nothing. They continue to just watch you walk in this arrogance, in this self-righteousness, in this place judgment, which uh, that's why God brought it to my mind. You are not the Father. You are not the one that uh, calls people to do the work of God. He does that, and he doesn't need your help. I'm reminded of what he told Job. Did I did I consult you when I put the stars in the sky? Did I ask, you know, were you there, you know? And uh, a lot of people need, were you there when God uh, made, I, I like to say this part, separated the firmament from the firmament? <laughs> Do you even know what I'm talking about, praise God? But were you there? No, the Holy Spirit was, praise God. It is to God and the Holy Spirit to speak these things into existence. God spoke, the Holy Spirit moved. So you, I'm really praying for those that are walking around in the, with this type of spirit because, first of all, it's damaging to the house, to the body of Christ because a lot of uh, babes in Christ, they, want, they are uh, hungry and they're thirsting after righteousness. And if the only example they have is someone who is caught up in themselves and believe that they are right and, and uh, they don't take rebuke or re- 
reproof or they can't take advice or anything from anybody because they believe that they have arrived. And then you have, and they, and, and babies in Christ are seeing this. I believe there's a very dangerous, a very dangerous place to put yourself because you're going to be held accountable for each soul that takes on their self-righteous path. And uh, so uh, today on my gospel so I just want everybody to reflect. And I know I have been doing a lot of that with um, this month. But last month I did a lot of that because I am concerned about how we are carrying ourselves in front of God's people, you know, in front of the babies, amen come to Christ, and uh, some people haven't heard babes in Christ in so long, so they just don't even, you know, they're not winning souls, they're not doing it, so when you start talking about the babes in Christ, that's foreign to them because they have laid down that part of God's service, but anyway, what I want you to understand is God is looking down upon us, and he is he he sees the abuse. He sees that you didn't got lifted and puffed up in yourself, you know. And it's my responsibility as a uh, as a woman of God, praise God, as a minister, pastor, or whatever y'all want to call me, just as a child of the living God, to give warning about this. I'm not judging you because the word of God is judging you. The word of God is a, he is the judge. But I'm just here to make it plain and let you know that if you are walking in this type of spirit, praise God, you need to you need to give up. You need to give it up. You give it up because I'm telling you, the, the end of this path is nothing but destruction. It's nothing but destruction. And then to think about the people that's suffering, uh, that's gonna suffer when you are revealed or when you when you wake up out of that foolish state, because that's what it is: it's foolishness. When you wake up out of that foolish state and the people that followed you and preach your philosophy, not the word of God, but your philosophy, they wake up from that thing, you don't even know if they're going to stand or follow. And their blood is on your hands. Their blood is on your hands. After you, you know, cause this uh, man or woman of God and their whole family, because I could imagine if it's a pastor, you know, if it's a pastor or a pastor and they're walking, and a lot of Pastors and apostles don't believe anybody to tell them anything, you know, and that, and and that's dangerous in itself because nobody is is too high that they can't uh that they can't be corrected that they can't learn, you know. But if you have if your ministry has taken a turn into self righteousness, if you have taken a turn into self righteousness, you know. This is the mirror. The mirror is the word of God. And if God didn't love you, he wouldn't let the mirror, uh, he wouldn't place the mirror in front of your face. You're listening to my gospel soul with Janice Jackson and my friend TV. Uh, he likes to just sit there, sit there and listen. He'll come in <laughs> from time to time. But uh, we're talking about you are not the Father, but we are, we are talking about the Father in heaven. We want you to uh, stay tuned. When we come back from this uh, commercial, we'll be talking more about You Are Not the Fuck on My Gospel Soul. Hey, y'all. It's your host with the most, Janice Jackson. Want to get in, in touch with me? You can find me on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash Janice Jackson. Be my friend. Twitter.com forward slash Boomeister. That's B O O M I C E S T E R. Follow me. I don't mind. MySpace.com forward slash Heal the Land Crusade. Be my friend. Send me an invite. You can be my friend because I would love to be yours. You can even email me at PastorJ.Jackson at live.com. Email me your comment or your question, and let us know what you think about what we discuss on My Gospel Soul every day at 4 p.m. Central Time. You don't want to miss it. Oh, yeah, and by the way, stay true to your gospel soul.
Welcome back, welcome back to Gospel Soul, where the topic today is, you are not the father, you are not the judge and the jury, you are not, praise God, the one that calls us into ministry, you are not, so who are you to crush somebody's dream, who are you to go to and fro, praise God, <laughs> oh, I think I said that, to and fro, hallelujah, who are you to to and fro? Uh, speaking ill things about different ministers, praise God. Because even if a minister falls, praise God, he should be restored back to the ministry. It says if your brother falls, that you should restore him. And we are not doing that. We are not doing that for the men and women of God. I know I ran into some ministers who have lost their way. And so uh, apostles and preachers that have lost their way. But it's not my job to say they shouldn't be preaching the word. It's my job to say repent. Life's right, praise God. So God can continue to use you, praise God. You don't, you don't want to get to a place where God will openly, openly rebuke you. Oh, yes, he will. Publicly embarrass you. If he has warned you, he has told you to get this thing right, you still haven't done it, praise God, because you think that you are getting away with something, let me tell you something. And you should know as a man or woman of God that you aren't you, you are getting away with anything. You ought to know that it's going to catch up with you. You know, we've seen it over the years as preachers and pastors. We've seen it over the years. You've seen people reveal Come on, I don't have to call names and, and, and all of that so people can say, yeah, oh, that's right. You know what I'm talking about. You know that you have, you have started your life on a path that is unrighteous, and all it takes for you to do is to repent and be godly sorry. And I need for you to I, I need for you to do that just for, just for me, because if you are under the side of my voice, a responsibility to tell you the truth about your actions. And God is not pleased. He is not pleased, you know. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm not your mother, I'm not your father. That's 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 that's, that's the point. Your mama and your daddy are sugarcoat stuff with 
you know, especially when they think, oh, my son is the great apostle, so and so and so. And before you know it, when you mess up, they still won't tell you about it because they caught up in the glamour. They caught up in the, in people singing your praises instead of the praises of the living God. And so, hey, like I say, I'm not your mama or your daddy. I'm going to tell you straight up truth. And if you don't get your life right with God, you can say, let me tell you something. When he starts revealing, see, it's always a warning before destruction. It's always a warning before destruction because God knows the uh, no of human beings. What do we like to do? We like to say, Oh well I didn't know. Oh well, I I had no idea. That's us in the prophetess. That's why I lost in the prophets to let you know that he's seen you and your sins have separated you, you know. So if I were you, you know, this could be wise. I mean, considered wise, praise God. And to just be considered a lover of God, amen, I would get my stuff together. I mean, I would just get my stuff together, get my life right, so that God can continue to use me because that's really what we give our life to the Lord for. We don't give our life to the Lord to just to be known, to, for people to, to give us accolades and for people to say, oh, yeah, oh she did that. And I, even though we do we do that, you know, some of us, our intentions in doing that is to encourage you. People can't even handle that type of encouragement. They get the big head and, and people begin to, uh, they begin to treat people like, you don't want to talk to you because they are the great apostle, uh, Yoko Bobo or whatever, and then you, you, Next thing you know, you got to make an appointment and they got to check their schedule. And all you wanted was some prayer. All you wanted was just, a, just, just some prayer. But, hey, they were too busy. They had other things to do. Hallelujah. Praise God. Last night I was, I was in my room. I had put my phone up to the charger. Praise God. I was in my room, I had plugged my phone up to the charger. And and I was asking God, I said, God, we need a recharge every now and then. He said, that's all I want you to tell the people. Tell the people we need to be, we'll go so long and so far, praise God, and we never get recharged. And what I mean by that, we'll go so, we'll go so long till we get caught up in ourselves. We'll be thinking that we're doing it at our own might, at our own might, at our own speed. And then you next say, you know, we run out. We run out. And I know my song better run down. It cuts off. Now, it warns me. It beats a couple of times. It beats. It beats. And it's saying, I need a charger. You need to put me on the charger. It'll beat. It'll beat. And then it'll beat again. Then one day I'll, I'll be talking. And it'll cut off. <laughs> Because straight out right in the middle of my conversation. Praise God. And I'm telling you right now, that's exactly how I walk with God is. If you're not getting rejuvenated, praise God, you mess around and be out there without your charger. <laughs> oh, now that's a word. I can preach that one. CD, how'd you like that one? That was a good one. Mess around. Hallelujah. <laughs> and be out there <laughs> without your charger. And watch what happens. Watch what will happen. I know I'll be in a serious conversation, so I'd be serious. Hallelujah. And before I, I didn't listen to that beat, and I'm thinking, I, I, can, I can make it. I can make it. Then I even got as far as to tell the folks, and my friend know what I'm saying. When you tell your friend, girl, if it, if it, if it hang up, it just needs to be charged. I'll call you, man. Praise God. No. That ain't how I work with God. Hallelujah. Praise God. That ain't how I work with God. You need to take your charge with you where you go because it ain't about you. It's about God. Praise God. You can't make it without that charge. What do you think about that, CD? You can't. And the charge, and the charge is, um, is really a powerful reflect about how, how we uh, give God his uh, acknowledgement. We got to acknowledge God in all things that we do. Because sometimes, no, excuse me, mm-hmm. all the times when we go through things, we ain't going through by ourselves. And we may feel like we are by ourselves, but we're not by mm-hmm. ourselves. We tend to forget that. Yeah. So, 
had to have a charge through the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that He will not leave us nor forsake us. Oh no, He won't. He won't. He won't. I like that. I like that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, there's an old song. Um, it's a real, real old song. I can't hear it right now, but I would. I would say it. But the base of this song was based talking about you're here, but you're not here. The OJ, that's it. Your body is here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town. That's what God is saying to us. God is saying, your body is here with me, but where's your mind at? Where is your Mind. Where is your soul? I like that. I like that. Go ahead. I'm listening. That's the sermon right there. The sermon today. Where your mind at? Because <laughs> <laughs> you are not the father. Hallelujah. <laughs> you are not the father man of God. You are not the father woman of God. And you have to realize that you need a recharge every now and then. You need somebody that you can go and sit uh, uh, sit at that church and get the word. You need somebody that will tell you about your nonsense, tell you about your, about yourself. We like to say, you know how black folks like to say, tell you about your mess. Hallelujah. Praise God. I tell you the real the Holy Spirit about how you carrying yourself. And a lot of us, we don't want to hear it. But I know a wise, a wise man seeks godly counsel, wise counsel. That's how you become wise, praise God. Hallelujah. But a fool, praise God, to hear themselves talk. Fool will keep rambling on, praise God. I heard, you know, and people say it all the time, you know a fool, praise God, when he opened his mouth, praise God. <laughs> praise God. And that's the truth. You know a fool when they open their mouth. If you really don't know somebody cares, let's just listen to them for a little while. Listen to them talk. It might sound good right now, but I promise you, if you, okay, go. I promise you, if you just, if you just give them a minute, you're gonna find out who you really, really dealing with. Especially, especially, uh, somebody that got a judgment against everybody. Got a problem with everybody. Got time with what everybody do, you know, and then they just they just write all the time. You never hear them say anything about themselves. Praise God, you know, but got a problem with everything that everybody do, like as though they, as though they are right. Twenty four seven. You're tuning in to my gospel soul with Janice Jackson and my friend C D. We're in the house talking about you are not the father. We're talking about how people take on a self-righteous path and, and, and don't try to get it corrupted. How people go so long in them, in, in, in God, but then they get out of track, but they don't get recharged. They don't get reset. Praise God. That's what we're talking about right here on My Gospel Show. And when we come back, when we come back, we're going to tackle this issue just a little bit more. Uh, and this is Dying to Live by Ellie Wynn from Louisiana telling you it right here on my gospel phone. Yeah. 
everything. This is only a taste of the generational curses I was throwing in my face. But that morning, even the club, I stumbled into the church. And God revealed to me that my future wasn't in a hurt. And the seed of life was sown from my grandmother's into my parents and into me, my sister and brothers. And now I'm living to die and I had to die to love That's real, that's real, dying to live, that's real. Now, the reason why I played that is because in order to serve God, see, we have to understand something. We got to die. We got to die, amen. We got, our flesh got to be put under suggestion. We got to die to what we think, uh, what we, our philosophy and what we feel. We got to die to that, man. We got to understand that God, God is in control, praise God. That's a part of having faith. Praise God. Like some people say, well, I ain't answer call because I don't know when I answer call, what I'm going to do. Just answer it first. You know, answer the call first. Praise God. And then God's going to teach you through his word, praise God, through submitting, praise God. First, you got to understand that it ain't your way. It is not your way, praise God. You know, it's sad, like I, we were talking about earlier. It is sad that if some people running around thinking all the answers, you don't have all the answers. Praise God. You don't have all the answers. And if your mama won't tell you, I'll tell you. If your daddy won't tell you, I'll tell you. Well, daddy's mostly, they really tell you, praise God. If if if, if there's a mama that tend to want to just, just let things just slip through the cracks or whatever. But, you know, and there's some women that's stronger than the husbands, you know, in that, in that area, praise God, of discipline or telling the truth. Because, you know, uh, you have to be able to tell that person that you love the truth, you know. And uh, so dying to live, I mean, you got to die. You got to die to your flesh, praise God. You got to die to your own way, praise God. You can't take your own habits and, and keep them and just, then just, stamp Jesus, just stamp Jesus' name on it. You can't do that. That is not what, what God has ordained. For his word and for his children. You just gonna keep doing what you do now. Now, you know, I'm a fan of rap, praise God. But even rappers know that when you give your life to the Lord, amen, it's about God. It's about God. It's not about your name. You try to get your name out there. You want a lot of people calling your name and all this kind of stuff. Praise God. You you gotta you gotta go come into the knowledge of him and realize it ain't about you. It ain't about you, you know. It, it, but it's sad. Like I say, you gonna go, you gonna you gonna come to that gate. You know, you gonna tell them did not cast our demons in your name. You gonna call yourself gonna gonna confront him. Did not cast our demons in your name. Then I set the captives free in your name. Then I testify and evangelize in your name. And he gonna say, depart from me. I don't know you. I don't know you. There's somebody you somebody that 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 your testimony wanted to Christ go out through the gate and you gonna be sitting there saying, 
right there, Lord. That curly right there was a part of the revival. I remember him. But Lord said he was dignified, he was caught up in yourself. When you were preaching them sermons like that. He was caught up in yourself, but they were serious. They was real about what they were doing. They was real about the commitment and the stuff that they took to get their life right with God. You know? But you won't cut it. And, and God don't listen up. Because, see, you're you going to start telling the Lord what you have done in his name. And, see, and he's going to let you know that's the point. You think, you, you, you think it's about you. And it's, it is not about you. Praise God. You are not the Father. You are not the one that gives the faith or gives the word. You are not the one, man. You are, we are Amen. And God has had me on this thing about vessels for years, you know, to where I collect bottles of oil and pray over them and, and uh, pray that they be used for, for the gospel and healing and deliverance. And so one day I, was, I had a, a visit, amen, from, from someone, and I was ministering about to them about that bottle, and God showed it to me so plain about that bottle of oil. See, it ain't about the bottle. See? But the bottle, the bottle is dressed up, praise God, is dressed up, is shipped, is purchased, so that the person that purchased it can get their hands on what's in the bottle, not the bottle itself. Because when all is gone out that bottle, praise God, you better believe they're going dis- to discard it, praise God. And, 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 but what, but what keeps that bottle around, praise God, what keeps that bottle, of some of some value is what's in it. Now, if you ever get in a position where you start feeling like that it's about the bottle and not the oil, you need to check yourself. It's about, you know, <clears throat> of course, yes, uh, the bottle has to be attractive, you know, and, and people have to look at it. You know, it brings their attention to the bottle, praise God. But that's why God made us, made us the way that he did. Praise God. That's why he gave us a sense of style. I tell people that God is an interior decorator, praise God. But he was also, praise God, a fashion designer, praise God. He dressed everyone up, praise God, in the Old Testament. If you, if you, just, if you recollect, like they say, if you go back and you realize that God dressed, he, he, he uh, decorated the temple, he, he decorated the temple, praise God. He dressed Aaron, praise God. Oh, yes, he did, praise God. And no, he don't want us to walk around looking no any kind of way. But when you make the mistake of it, thinking that it, it, it's you, praise God, you have arrived. Uh, you, are, you are the one, praise God. You walk in and you got the entourage of people behind you, kind of like some people do on, on these world shows, praise God, like the world do. Got their whole family on the stage. I don't think there ain't no wrong praise God, but I'm talking about in Christ. You walk in, praise God, then your whole, uh, the whole entourage is with you, praise God. People are up against you, praise God. They don't walk. You got them to where don't let nobody touch me because they're anointing will come off of me if somebody touch me. They're anointing will come and all this kind of stuff. It'll come from me and all this kind of stuff, man. You ain't approachable. You are not approachable. Yeah, somebody got some people got bad intentions when they walk up and touch you, and, and uh, but I mean, come on, come on now. Don't be careful. Be careful because it is easy to get caught up in yourself. It is so easy. It is so easy. So uh, you're listening to my gospel soul, and the topic that we are talking about is if you're just tuning in. We're talking about we're talking about you are not the fault. You are not you you have to keep yourself in check. You have to know, praise God, that uh, in God, praise God, is where the power is, praise God. Not in yourself. Not in yourself. You know. And I thank God for the opportunity, amen, to even just share this topic with you. Amen, because uh it's very serious. This is going on. And it really makes it really makes people that have not become part of the kingdom feel as though not worthy enough. They are not worthy to be a part of God's family. 
And we are supposed to be preaching. Come as you are. God will change you when you get here. God will deal with you about whatever is the problem, you know, whatever whatever problem you have. He'll deal with you once you get in Christ. You can't fix the problem yourself. But when you take that approach as though you know who God is called or you know who, who this and you know who they is, you missed it, man. And you won't call, you won't call somebody to fall. You won't call somebody to turn away from God just because you think that you got the answers to everything. And you don't. You don't. Praise God. I love to... Uh, I love to... Uh, Discuss this subject because it keeps me balanced, praise God. It keeps me knowing that without God, nothing in my life would be possible. Without, praise God. I had people say the meanest things to me, man. The meanest thing when I was, uh, when God was was, uh, calling me to the ministry. The meanest thing, I wasn't getting advice. You know, people were not giving me the wisdom that I needed, praise God. People were not accepting me into into uh into God's family. And it was hard for me because I didn't understand what was going on to God took me to the word and said a prophet is not is not received in a, in his own home. And I said, Look, do it have to be like that? He said, No, it don't have to be like that but a lot of people feel like or uh, are preaching that it has to be like that. No, it don't have to be like that. It don't have to be like that. Praise God. It don't have to be like that. That God was explaining how how people are, and people that seen you come up out of the world, praise God, seen you when you was flat on drugs, all crack, or you was homongering and all of that, and then all of a sudden you come to them and you say that the Lord has changed your life, praise God. The first thing they do is bring your past up and throw it in your face. First thing they do. Well, you used to do this. Now all of a sudden you're on the last side, what you gonna do next, you know? This kind of thing. And so I really you know, I just bless God for being who he is in my life, praise God. And and uh setting my feet on a solid foundation. There's still people today that are out to just whatever chance they get to say something about me that's saying it. But what they don't understand is I got the victory in Jesus Christ. Praise God. And what God has called me to do, <laughs> praise God, I have to do it, praise God. I'm commissioned to do it, praise God. I'm commissioned to do it by the Father, praise God, not by anybody else. The Lord says, praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah. I did not give you the spirit of fear, praise God. So I guess I'm ministering also to those out there that are scared to come on, to come on and get the work in the gospel, man. You got you to gotta forget you got to forget what people are going to say. Because a lot of people are, are sitting around doing nothing because they say, well, they ain't going to receive me. You know, they ain't, they ain't going to do this. They ain't going to do this. But I'm here to tell you. I am here to tell you. It don't matter. It don't matter. Because who you, would you rather be in trouble with your mama or God? Hmm? I mean, just, just. Just think about it. I want you to send your comments to Pastor Trey Jack at live dot com. But I want you to look, I want you to get up. I want you to get up, and I want you to give God the place to just cut loose. And I want you to tell the Lord that you're gonna do what, he, what He's called you to do. You know, I don't know how else to put that. You know, it's a serious thing when you sit on when you are sitting on the gift that God has given you. Terrible thing, praise God. Somebody had to get up and had to go out to uh, to bring you in. And you got the nerve to be sitting, to be sitting on somebody else's deliverance, sitting on somebody else's breakthrough, sitting on somebody else's soul-saving uh, experience, praise God. You got the word of the message that will set them free, and you got the nerve to be sitting on it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You know, come on. It's time to get to work. It's time to do what God has called you to do. You know, I, I believe in that. I believe in that.
And that was right with me. By my boy the dude. Let me tell you something. Y'all need to go to my go to my uh website at www.webstarts.com forward slash my gospel soul so that y'all can hear the dude and his wife go forward in the gospel. I uploaded it. You need to go on there and check it out. They were we were at we were at uh Christian Tabernacle Church. Y'all need to go check it out. Now, what do we say here? I thank y'all for tuning in. I thank CD for tuning in and giving his uh, giving his opinion. Praise God. We got a minute left, and I just wanted to say, hey, tune in Monday and remember all weekend. Remember, stay through to your gospel soul. Let me get a lecture.
Conchita Reyes. She's running for Houston City Council to improve public safety, balance the city budget responsibly, and improve Houston's infrastructure by repairing our roads, bridges, and public transportation systems. Conchita Reyes is endorsed by Adrian Garcia, Judge Lena Hidalgo, and Moms Demand Action. Listen to what former Houston Mayor Anise Parker says about Conchita. I'm Anise Parker. I'm here today to endorse Conchita Reyes. Public safety, budget, infrastructure, those are her priorities. Because she grew up here in Houston, she understands the needs of the city, she understands the neighborhoods, the communities, and she has a plan to address those major areas. But it's not just about having a plan, it's about what you can do in office. Conchita has the track record, Conchita has the experience, and she has the passion for the job. I'm proud to endorse her for Houston City Council at Large Position 1. Parents for great schools paid for this political ad. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.